Blog Talk Radio. Friday Radio Special on the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And yes, my name is Alex Akurji. You're listening to the Queen of Expression, and I'm coming to you live out of Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. (laughs) Because I love it when I do it. Every time when I come out, I go, yay, Africa. Okay, great. So wherever you're listening from around the world, welcome to the hub for real, authentic conversation. Now here we keep it unscripted, we keep it uncensored and uncaught. And I am just always so excited to be here to connect with amazing influencers who are you know, really magnanimous enough to share their story and their journey and their message and their wisdom. And yes, a lot of them come in here and they drop jewels and, and value bombs all over our airspace. So welcome wherever you're joining us and connecting with us from. Don't forget that this show is interactive. So yes, we welcome contributions and comments and questions and you know, <laughs> whatever else, opinions and thoughts and, and everything, right? Because this is a conversation, right? So, yes, this is the Naked Talk. And like I always say every time, expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. So we do not apologize for who we are. We do not apologize for what we've been through. We do not apologize for how we feel or what we think. We, we celebrate it all because, you know, being naked really is about experiencing freedom, right? It is. It is about gifting ourselves the freedom to, you know, the, the, the freedom of acceptance, you know, accepting who we are and presenting ourselves just the way we really are. So, yes, last time on the Naked Talk, unfortunately, my guest was here and, you know, couldn't make it back in. Um, we had a little bit of technical issues. And, yes, you know, technical issue is part of it, you know, because, hey, I'm here in Africa, right, and we're doing this amazing three-way. And I love, you know, to have this, and technology is great, and sometimes <laughs> technology can be a pain, but, hey, you know, that's the beauty of this, and that's the beauty of life, and, you know, we're accepted, and today I'm praying to the gods of technology that whatever happens, that I'm able to have a great conversation with my guest today, and I know that a lot of you want to connect with my guest, because I've been getting messages from you, <laughs> so we're going to talk about that, because I've gotten so many messages, now everybody wants to talk to my guest, so, you know, we're praying to the gods of technology that somehow we're able to make this work, but I can see that my guest is already here in the virtual studio, so I'm very excited about today's show. But, you know, last time on the Naked Talk, right, we're, you know, we had to reschedule uh, Mitch, uh, 
uh, Russo, who could have made or who made it, but somehow you know got kicked off and couldn't get back on the show. But you know, I just a little recap of Soul Saturday, and on Soul Saturday, I had the amazing Lisa Nichols join me live on the show, and of course with Lisa, we had a great, amazing conversation about you know stepping into your abundance now. And you know, Lisa was here again, dropping it like it's hot. I guess that's why she's such a celebrated speaker and you know a New York Times best-selling author we're talking about six times like are you kidding me <laughs> but you know she was here to talk about a you know we talked about abundance and how she went from you know just being this um, single mother with uh, you know twelve dollars to her name right and then you know all of a sudden building this amazing brand and you know influencing and motivating the masses around the world and just you know what her drive is and what abundance really is because a lot of the times a lot of us are chasing wealth and we're chasing fame, and we think we're chasing abundance, right? So it was great that she talked about financial abundance, um, emotional abundance, relationship abundance, and I think health abundance or something. And so if you missed that conversation, don't forget that you can catch all our conversations right here on the radio channel, on Blog Talk Radio, or you can just go straight to our website, thenakedtalk.live, live because we're live, and you can listen to any of our shows. You can listen to all our shows. All our shows are archived 24-7. Yes, 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 24-7. And we're syndicated on 12 global networks, so you have no reason whatsoever to miss the Naked Talk. I mean, what's your reason? What? So you like to hang out on iTunes? Well, you can listen to the Naked Talk there. Where you like to hang out on TuneIn Radio? Well, you can listen to the show there. Well, you like to hang out on Stitcher Radio? What's your problem? You can listen to the Naked Talk on Stitcher. We're also syndicated on ACAST, one player, FM, one Podcastpedia, one. Oh God, we're on Port Africa, Uganda. We're on the Good Radio Network. You can catch us on Castbox FM, and you can listen to the Naked Talk on Radio Public or wherever else. Just go to a website and just check out channels, and you can click and you can listen to the show. So you have no reason to miss any of our guests, right? On the Naked Talk. So just before we get into today's conversation, and today we're definitely finding happiness, right? We're going to be finding finding your happiness with my very special guest. But just before we get into that conversation, today's show is brought to you by our amazing friends at Global Royal. Now, Global Royal is all about you know, giving your lifestyle. And if you have ever dreamt about owning your own home or what you have to do to get a home of your own, hey, don't forget to check them out. Find out what they're offering at uh, globalroyal.biz. Now, Global Royal is G-L-O-B-A-L-R-O-Y-A-L-E. So it's royal with an E dot B-I-Z. You can find out all about their amazing portfolios and just what they're doing to you know, just help people own their own home. But let me tell you this. I've tapped into what Global Royal is offering. So you better go check it out and tap into it as well. Now, uh, this show is also brought to you by our amazing friends at Zincher Naturals. Now, Zincher Naturals is all about making the finest organic beauty products. Yes, made from the finest natural fruits. And vegetables, and you know, they're. Let me tell you this: they're so amazing. I already gave out uh, my coconut dream, and I, I, I've been talking about this for the last two or three episodes. Where, um, you know, I got this amazing self-care package, right? And they sent me this beautiful stuff, <laughs> and I'm loving using, you know, the coconut, the um, what's it called, the carrot. Carrot yogurt, mm, yeah, that one. So yummy, I could eat it. Like, <laughs> but it was great. You know, it's nice to use something on your body that feels very natural. And you know, I'm really about being organic and really natural. And just to know that you don't have to worry about chemicals on your skin, I think that you know, handmade 
Hamid is made for you, right? Hamid is made with love. And you definitely want to check them out. So just go to their uh, Instagram page. Go to Instagram.com slash Zincher Naturals. Natural Zincher, Z-I-N-C-H-A-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S. So it's natural with an S. So naturals, yes. And, you know, say you're coming from me. Hey, who knows? You might get a, you know, you might get some discount on that. I'm very sure that, you know, Ido will be happy to, you know, to hook you up. <laughs> Just say you're coming from Alex. Well, this is still the Naked Talk, wherever you're listening from around the world. Today's show is also brought to you by amazing friends at the Jamieson Group. Now, the Jamieson Group is all about elevating you. It's about educating, elevating, liberating you so that you can soar. You can dare to soar. And, oh, my God, my amazing queen, queen, queen inspirator. I call her inspirator because she inspires and motivates me, <laughs> Sharon Jameson. And you can go, you can check them out. Just go to www.sharon, and Sharon is S-H-A-R-R-O-N. So, yes, SharonJameson.com. And, uh, and find out more about what the Jameson Group is up to. And I know she has this amazing program, this mastermind coming up soon. You can depend on you. Believe me, I, you know, I, <laughs> I follow what she does, and you definitely want to be part of that. You can depend on you. So check out out and check it out and just go to SharonJameson.com. Okay, so, you know, just this is all about, you know, I always celebrate people who are doing amazing things. Um, people who are not afraid to have real conversations and not afraid to tackle real issues and not afraid to bring real change into the world. And I just wanted to just, you know, celebrate uh, Chinyere Koro and her Chinyere Koro Girl Child Foundation. Now, Chinyere Koro is doing amazing stuff. I mean, she's all the way in the eastern part of Nigeria, and there she is helping and enabling young girls who cannot afford to get their own tampons or buy sanitary towels or any of those things. And she's using her own funds, right, her own money. I mean, without sponsorship, really using her own money and getting together and going to colleges and, and meeting these girls in the eastern part of Nigeria and providing, you know, sanitary towels and tampons for them and hey it takes you know just one little small thing to change the lives of people and a lot of a lot of times we're all talking about change but hey i love it when people are not waiting for change to happen but they're creating change from their own corner and just i just want to celebrate you chinero Koro. keep doing what you're doing i think it's so amazing and of course to our amazing friends at the reporters inc uh, max saxon mayor and Film director Osagir Korowa, you guys are doing so much amazing stuff, telling the stories of innocent convicts. Now, I know you're doing this amazing documentary called The Innocent Convict, right, and telling, you know, the story of wrongly convicted citizens, people who are doing time and paying for crimes that they haven't committed, and just how this not only affects them or their immediate families, but how it also affects the community at large and how, you know, sometimes the justice system fails us, right? And so this is such a great, great, great initiative. And it's amazing that you're raising your voices for people who don't have a voice. Same with the Citizens Advocate John Trepper. And I know that I've had you guys on this show to have this amazing conversation, roundtable conversation about this, but you're still going on to do amazing stuff. And if you want to find out more about the innocent convict and what Joan Trepper, Max Saxon, Osagir uh, Corwin, all of these amazing people are doing for wrongly convicted citizens, make sure to go to the reporters, uh, thereporters.org, and find out more about this. So... Today on the show, yes, it's TNT95. <laughs> what if you could slow down on all the chaos happening around you and perhaps focus on what matters the most, your happiness? Well, life truly begins when you make happiness non-negotiable. Now, before the age of 10, today's guest experienced varying 
degrees of death, overdose and abuse in his childhood environment. He was an awkward kid, overweight and just out of place, causing people to look down on him. Now as president and CEO of What's Your Happy, he helps people discover their happiness. I am so excited to be having my very special guest who's joining me live all the way from Virginia in the USA. He is a happiness coach, a professional speaker, and CEO of What's Your Happy, Venon Brown. Hi, Venon. Welcome to The Naked Talk. Alex, what is up? How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Welcome. I'm Yay. Fine. I dig it. I love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so do you see the red carpet? There's there's kinda like a red carpet for you, so I don't know if you can you know if you can see the red carpet though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm first of all, Venom, thank you so much for just making out the time to join us on the show and I've been counting down the hours and then the minutes and now you're here. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> <laughs> we literally have and a so text message is, conversation showing that. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> right. We have that. Yeah, like, oh, you know, it's just an hour left. You should be here right now. And, you know, now you're here. And this is so amazing. So thank you uh, so much for joining me. Now, I know that you're all the way in Virginia. Am I correct? Yeah? Yes? Mm -hmm. Yes? Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Okay. And I'm here right here in Vegas. I've never been to Virginia. So what is the weather like where you are right now? It's 70 degrees. It's... A little windy, but it's it's not bad. It's different for October. What about yourself? How is it? Well, it's um, you know, it's a little temperature. It was raining all day, rained all day, but it's better now. And you know, um, it's it's summer all year round, so we don't have like you know, but it's cool. The air, the weather is cool a bit. It was raining all day, so it's cool now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you gotta have. I would love grass, for you right? to come to Lake. Oh yes, we do. <laughs> yes we do have. Yes, I gotta have the rain. I'd love for you to come tonight. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's the raining season. So, you know, we have two seasons, the rainy season and the dry season. So it's the rainy season right now. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. I've never been there. <laughs> and that's funny because that's yes. something I really need to explore. I love traveling. Well, I would love to have you come down to Nigeria for sure. <laughs> I think you fit right in. You're going to love it. I can tell. I'm down. I'm down. There are lots, lots of happy people here, irrespective of what's going on. There are lots of happy people. So I think you're going to love Lagos, most especially. You know, Lagos is a really happy city. So you love the energy here. Is everyone like okay, you? So, They're so happy? <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, most people are positive. I think that's the word. You know, most people are you know, we're we're lively. Nigerians are really, you know, there's a lot of energy. Yeah, I can agree with that. You know, we're very upbeat and very happy. Well, I think. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Let's let let's talk a little bit about you. Today's about you, right, and not about me. So, Venom Brown is here. You're this amazing, you know, and I can say all I can say so many amazing things about you, which I don't want to say yet. Uh, but let's for those say you can those who are, who haven't had the privilege, you know, of coming across you and your work, people who are tuning in right now from here in Africa or wherever else around the world that they're tuning in, and they're like, hmm, finally I get to, you know, meet this person. Who would you say Venom Brown is? How would you describe yourself? Vernon Brown. That's a, that's a good question, Alex. And, you know, thank you for having <laughs> me here. Thank you for taking the time. I got to make sure I say that and allowing me to talk to your audience and to your people. So, 
Vernon Brown. I've never got this question before. So Vernon is real. Vernon is, it's not a lot of, you know, complicated language. It's just about getting it simple. That's just who I am. It doesn't need to be complicated. I don't like complicated. I don't do fake. I don't do superficial. It's just, I'm just a real person. I, I love to laugh. I'm the big, biggest, goofiest guy you'll ever meet until I don't need to be. Um, I'm a lover. I'm big on I didn't have a lot of love when I was younger. So now I am all about seeking out love and giving love. That's a big thing as well because I, I give what I want. You know, I want love, so I want to give as much love as I can so I can get it coming back to me. Um, Vernon is a self-proclaimed nerd. I love comic books. I love, you know, building my own computers when I have the time, which is, you know, pretty uh, slim and far between right now. But <laughs> I, I'm just a maven of knowledge. I'm always trying to learn something new. Yeah. You know, I love that you... I love that you said that, you know, you're, you're a lover, right? And, you know, you give a lot of love because you expect that, right? You, you know, you give what you expect. And, and that mm -hmm. totally just kind of lit a, light bulb, a little light bulb in my head because I understand what you're saying. I've also realized how you can't just want something, right, or request for something. You have to give it because um, yes. then you're giving what you want, right? And, and that makes quite a lot of sense. But you also said that you did, you did not get a lot of love growing up, right? No. And so let's talk a little bit about growing up. What was growing up like for you? Well, when I got enough distance from it, it wasn't – don't get me wrong. Growing up, growing up for me mm -hmm. was – it was a lot of loneliness. I, um, I didn't fit mm -hmm. in. As I said, I was a nerd, and that wasn't something that just happened you know, over the last five years. I've just always liked to read, and I was always forced to read as a punishment mm -hmm. because I wasn't always the best kid. But it was just tough. You know, I didn't fit in with any group, you know, people who might've had similar skin tones in me didn't accept me because they said, I talk too proper people with other skin tones <laughs> would just say, you're trying to fake. And it was a lot of that mm -hmm. bouncing around. And of course that leads to, you don't know who you are, how you are. You're confused. What do you do? You get into trouble. Mm -hmm. I used to start fights. I, um, I, I just really put myself in, I was a kid growing up, you know, that's all it is. Um, mm -hmm. it, we didn't have a lot. We, and not having a lot of, you not really driving that point home, it's, I remember many, many a months, I know you said that you don't have win, um, mm -hmm. winter there, but, and here in Virginia, it's 20, 30 degrees, and we just have a kerosene heater, you know, heating water mm -hmm. up, and, you know, wind, dirty clothes, I mean, just tough, tough, tough stuff, mm -hmm. and seeing things that you shouldn't see, like, children should not ever, and quite frankly, no one should ever have to see someone overdose, on a regular basis. You should never see things like that. Never. It changes you. It does. And I'm not trying to make this all negative, please. No, 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 no. It's not. But, you know, here's the thing. I feel like every time we, it's important for people to know where you're coming from so they can appreciate where you are now, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, right, right. it's, it's very easy to say, it's very it's, it's very easy to say to people, oh, you know, he's the happiness, you know, he's the happiness coach, be happy, do, you know, and it all sounds great and all fun and all very light. Right, but right. They may not under, understand that this is, you know, there's been a transformation, right, that has happened because this person is coming from somewhere where this person never experienced any of this. And so we have to kind of like paint the picture to the listener so they understand. And I, I can bet you that there are lots of people who are, who are probably experiencing that right now, whether Amen as adults, that. right, there are things that are, you know, there are things that are going on in their lives and they can't afford to be happy or they just feel that they can't afford to be happy or they can't be happy, right? So right. we all have had 
we all have had challenges. You know, they come in different in different ways or in different pictures. But at that point, you know, we can't afford to smile because we think, you know, the, the, it's all, it's all over and the world is a dark place. So I just I know we're not about making it negative, and you're not a you're not a negative person. You're not about ne- making it negative. But I just wanted to listen to to appreciate where you're coming from. And and, and thank you for explaining it, Alex. It, it's a funny thing. Um, a lot of times. Uh, what I found is for about 20 years, I did not believe that I could be happy. There are pictures of me from when I was uh, 5, 6, 10, 12, you know, 16. I did not smile. Con- sm- um, happiness was a concept. It was a word. It was not an emotion. I'm not trying to say it was all mm-hmm. negative, but when you get mm-hmm. something, when you come from a, a really tough environment where if something good happens, you start expecting the bad e- to happen even more. Because let's just say you get uh, a... <laughs> You're like, oh, my gosh, that means something bad's going to happen, you know, because now I got to mm-hmm. eat, but we don't have any food. Um, mm. I might have, I don't know, made a new friend, but that means they're going to have to come to my house and see we don't have power. So every time you had mm. something happy come when I was younger, there was always a really bad, a really big negative that used to hurt me. So it got to the point mm. where happiness became like, no, 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 get away from that, because that means something, it was a, a sign of something bad was coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, for 20 years this is kind of the mode that I existed in. And it's, um, and again, once it, it broke me down, that absolutely broke me down. And, you know, through the magic of life, you know, um, and this is just kind of going a little bit further to my journey. When I was 19, mm-hmm. 20 years old, it, it wasn't that I changed physically, only that I changed physically because I went from 5'10 to 6'4 and I kind of grew into myself. But it was the fact that, I recognized I got far away enough from it. It wasn't a breakdown. It was more of a breakthrough that I went through. And it was more mm-hmm. of like the gift of long suffering. And so that's why, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was just, uh, it, was, it was powerful for me when I really had someone say, you mean to tell me you're having a tough time. You're not smiling. You're not enjoying and going after these things in your life right now because what happened to you when you were 10? And it was like so silly, but mm-hmm. it was so true. I bought into that without even realizing mm-hmm. unconsciously. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, there are a lot of people right now, I find it really interesting. First of all, it's hard to believe, uh, and there are a lot of things, you know, um, I've seen, and we'll probably talk about it, I've seen a couple of pictures of you, and it's hard to, to picture you as an overweight kid. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's very difficult to picture you as an overweight kid, you know, as the kid who was, um, you know, bullied or, you know, who didn't fit in because you're kind of like, you're like, we're like, what? You know, what's wrong with the world? How can you save this person? But like you said, you know, there was, um, it wasn't just a physical change, right? There was also, you know, an emotional, mental change and all that. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you, how did you discover, you know, the missing link? Like, how did you realize what was really missing? And what did you have to change to kind of like invite happiness into your life? The, you know, to answer that question directly, the missing link was I had to take the concept and build that into a new construct in my mind. Like it could no longer be a word. I went towards the place that made me the most uncomfortable. And that's what it was. It was taking the steps to go towards something that I had been afraid of that I'd have kind of had this nervous system linkage that if some happiness comes, if good things come, bad things are going to come, more bad things or, or more negative things, I had to go towards that and challenge it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once that clicked, that it wasn't thing, there's always going to be some, you know, the circumstances, no matter what it is. Let's just say you mm-hmm. win a million dollars, you got to pay taxes on it. That's just a result. That's <laughs> not necessarily a risk or a bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And once I kind of mm-hmm. realized, like, oh, these are days, this is what happens, mm-hmm. it got easier. 
And I went after mm. every single thing that I did not have. Everything. I didn't smile. I never. I do my best now not to smile, no matter how tough <laughs> it is. I smile. Like, that's why I love when you're laughing. I mean, I, I love these things. I, I just, I go after that. I go after people who aren't necessarily having the best day. And I love when I have clients who aren't having it. They're having some of the toughest times. You know, everything, I'm a happiness coach and speaker, yes. But the thing that I want to really get out to the listeners is, Everything I deal with, everything I coach my clients through, everything we experience together is not happy. We're talking, you Mm -hmm. know, loss of a child, loss of spouse, loss of your job, loss of who you are. When you go into divorce and you feel like you're never going to be, you know, stable again, you're Mm -hmm. never going to have a chance to be with someone and letting people know that, Mm -hmm. look, I've been to the dark side before and you will be better. And it's about people to focus on what their happy is. You've got to train your Mm -hmm. brain. Amen to that. You know, I'm about to, I'm about to say amen to that. And you know what, Vinan, let me tell you this. You know, I wasn't always this person who was smiling. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I haven't always been this person who is, you know, everyone says to me, oh, Alex, your energy. But truth is, there's a time in my life when I was a nice queen. You know, it was going to be hard to find me to smile or to express any kind of emotion, really, because I was always afraid of people taking advantage of of me, right? That if oh, people yeah. could easily tell that if people could easily tell that I cared, or if people could easily see that I was happy or excited, or then they could take it away from me or take advantage of me. So right. I haven't always been this person, right? But you know, through my own challenges, you know, I know what it is. Like you said, you know, I can imagine as a coach, happiness isn't really about <laughs> feeling joy. You know, one hundred percent of the time, twenty-four hours a yeah. day. That's not what it is. It is really you coming to terms, or you know, just finding joy in the midst of chaos. You know, you coming to terms with what's happening in your life and accepting them. And I know what you're saying because these days I'm able to find joy or happiness even in the midst of chaos, even when I'm having a challenging time. I never used to be that person, but you know, right. having been through my own. Ch- you know, challenges. I know what it is to go through divorce and, and end up a single mother. And a lot of things have happened, you know, and deal with career issues and, and, and come back bouncing back. But I realized how important it is to really um, find your happiness. So I, I know what you're saying, and I just wanted the listeners to understand uh, uh, that. So um, for you, as a coach now, what would you say, what does a person kind of like need to do to be happy? The first thing, I think, is to really wrap your mind around the fact that we underestimate what we can truly handle. And that is just something that's built into us. Mm -hmm. We will say, oh, my gosh, you get the sense that it's the end of the world. It's not. And and to get people to really sit back and manage their emotions before your emotions will manage you. And, you know, I just gave a talk recently and it was a speech recently about, you know, you've got to control your emotions. Your emotions, sure, you feel them. They, they might make you move into action. Just make sure it's action that's benefiting you. And that's why it's so important for you to sit down and say, what would I like to do with myself? What makes me happy when I'm not having the best day? What can I do with that energy? Because that's all emotions are, they're mm-hmm. energy. And there's no such thing as bad energy. Mm-hmm. And recognizing, mm-hmm. again, back to... I'm going to make, I'm going to be so much better from this. I will survive this. And most of the time, people have some, mm. some data, some source, the things they've come through before, and remind yourself that you can be better from it. And then go to the next step and manage your emotions. They will get you into so much trouble if you don't. And, mm. uh, yeah, I, I, that's the first, very first thing. 
Uh, the first two things. Now, the third thing is one that I feel a lot of the experts miss is you've got to figure out what makes you happy. It changes uh-huh. the game in life. It, it, it's the uh-huh. biggest, fastest. I've been with over 10,000 people in the last four years. Just coach, 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 coach relentlessly to get people to move, to get people to move faster, to get people to recognize you can do this in such a short time. I got three months, 12 sessions to get you to that next level quick as possible while you are in the, in the driver's seat. So find uh-huh. out what you just find out what makes you happy and you schedule it. You go after it because once you do that, all of a sudden, your financial worries, they start diminishing. All of a sudden, that argument, the, the, the communication issues you have, they really stop becoming communication issues because you're effectively communicating. It, it's just, uh. it's, again, it's the simplest concept ever, but it's such a hard thing to implement. Find what makes you happy, schedule it, and then go after everything that you want. Find what makes you happy. Go after. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's why I'm so happy. <laughs> maybe. I can see that. Right. No, I'm serious. You know, now I'm thinking about it. Like, find what makes you happy. Schedule it and go after it. You know, I. I oh wow. And this probably sounds like very silly because I'm sure the listeners are like, "Okay, Alex, what are you getting at?" But the truth is this. You know, somebody, some, someone asked me. Um, a year ago, no, a couple of months ago, or something, I can't remember. But, you know, I said, Alex, what, you know, where's your happy place? What makes you happy? And she's like, her name, you know, she, Mara Sweeney, she's the ambassador of happiness. So she's, she, you know, she's got this, she's got this podcast. And she says, what makes you happy? And I said, what makes me really happy is having the freedom to express myself, right? Having the freedom yeah. to express myself and knowing that my expression influences someone, impacts someone to take an action. Mm-hmm. So whether it is something that I have, said or written or done or you know whatever it is that it it impacts someone enough influences them to take an action that's what makes me happy and so now that you're saying this you know for the last couple of years you know me hosting the show doing you know writing books and doing stuff and and speaking and and, just becoming coming into my consciousness i'm starting to realize maybe that's why i'm so happy (laughs) right it's not like my life is perfect right but yeah right but you can have fun along the way. And, and like you just said, like, it's not perfect, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because if it, wasn't per- if it was perfect, what would you be doing? Like, who could you be encouraging? <laughs> right. like, and that's the beauty of it. You don't want perfect. Perfect mm-hmm. is poison, and people have got to wrap their mind around that. And, and you know, and I, something that's really go ahead. I'm, I cut you off. No go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. And there's one big thing with happiness. I want all the listeners to really hone in and listen to this. And this is such a big gem. Um, I don't care what the circumstances are. I'm saying I've not seen everything. I'm not that dense or thick to think that. But with the amount of things that I have, you know, been with my clients through, um, there's some things that I want to qualify happy, you're happy with. It cannot involve alcohol. It cannot involve Mm. any type of substances. It cannot mm. involve buying or spending. No buying, no spending. Mm. And the big, mm. big, big, big one is this. It can only involve you. Mm. I love the part of <laughs> What's that? No, I love the part of it can only involve you. <laughs> That's what trips most people up. 
And it's a funny thing, like, I make everything seem so simple, but there's so much methodology behind what I do. It's so much science of why I do it and why, you know, I present it this way, but it's what's your happy. That's the powerful part of that. What's your happy? What makes you happy might not make me happy. And what makes both of us happy might not make everybody happy. And if you don't figure out what makes you happy, you will find yourself buying things you don't want because you will be fulfilled or this will make you happy. And this will give you the vote, fill the void that you have. So the average housing and marketing may say, just recognize they have a job. If you don't do the things that make you happy, you will fall into the narrative of, I need to go to XYZ school, I need to have this many kids, I need to have this car, I need to have all these things, only to find out that you did not find out what makes you happy and you feel hollow. You'll feel like you're missing something. You'll be so busy distracting yourself on, I'm giving um, so much time to XYZ organization, I'm spending and buying all these things just to distract you from yourself. And that's what the happiness coaching comes into place. That you cannot hide. This is about you, and nobody else but you. Finding out where can you, what activities do you need to, do you want to engage in that you don't, that you aren't regularly engaging in. We forget what makes us happy. And if you don't know what makes you happy, let's get curious about that. That's such a great place to be because now you're telling me you're a blank canvas. We can do anything now. Uh-huh. Absolutely amazing. You know, I, I'm listening to you and I'm just trying to, you know, internalize everything you're saying. And it's so true. You know, like I said, you know, what caught me is it has to involve you, right? It, it has to be only about you. Um, and, I, and, and you're right because a lot of the times we kind of use other people's standards, right, as what makes us happy. You know, we use societal Mm -hmm. standards as what makes us happy. If somebody's driving a Range Rover, then, you know, that Range Rover is what we need because it will make us happy because that is what we're supposed to have. And if somebody else is, you know, doing whatever it is, then that's what we're supposed to do. And I know this, you know, being an actress and being in the industry and thinking at a point in my career that I had to be at every event and I had to always be on the red carpet and I had to go to, and sometimes I would go to five, six, events in one night and I come back exhausted and I'm not finding it funny because I'm thinking I just bumped into the same person I saw at the last event right and then you know Mm -hmm. hug hug kiss kiss but you're not exactly excited about it like you know you're pretending you're lying to yourself and you think this is something you're supposed to do because you're part of an industry because somehow someone has said that standard who said it I don't know but somebody has said that standard that for you to be relevant in the arts or in entertainment, then you have to always be out there. When the right. real me, when the person that I am inside loves to be indoors right? uh-huh. and loves right. my space and my confinement. And not until I started changing and coming into my own naked consciousness and starting to understand, you know what, I want my own freedom and I want to do things that make me happy and that puts me in the place of constant happiness, right? Like doing the show. Then my life suddenly <laughs> starts to change, right? And, right. <laughs> right? And, and, and now I can be this person that I am and, and people think I've always no but I've not always been but I can be this person that I am now and so you're right when you say that it has to involve you and it has to be about you a lot of the times again we also depend on other people for our happiness we depend on a spouse right. or a boyfriend or our children and you know whatever it is or our parents or you know best friends or our jobs to give us happiness Meanwhile, you know, you're the only one who's responsible for that. So just you saying that, you know, kind of just kind of like <laughs> work up a, uh, a few bulbs in my head. Well, how about we do something? Let's take a quick, let's take a quick commercial break. I know we need to go on a commercial break, then on, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Wouldn't you rather let our dynamic team treat you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business? Taking away the stress from your business. Okay, we're back, and uh, if you're just joining us, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji, and yes, my name is Alex Okurji, that hasn't changed, and uh, I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. So yes, today on Friday Radio Special, I've been having a great conversation with my amazing guest. He is a happiness and success coach. He's also uh, a professional speaker. And he is the CEO of What's Your Happy. And yes, he's joining me live all the way from Virginia in the USA. And we've been having a great, amazing conversation and lots of laughs, by the way. Um, you know, a conversation about his own journey and just, you know, what growing up really was like. And, you know, just the concept of happiness and how he was able to basically attract happiness, you know, happiness into his own life. And what we can do, right, to do the same for us. And, you know, he did mention quite a number of things and, you know, including um, that he cannot involve what drinks and, you know, happiness cannot involve, you know, whatever the things that we want to check, you know, it cannot involve drugs or drinks or any kind of substance. And it def- definitely needs to involve just us. And um, we had a great, you know, conversation just before we went on that commercial break. Now, if you're just joining us or wherever you're listening from around the world, don't forget that you can be part of this conversation. I- I know a lot of you have questions you want to ask because I was getting emails and messages <laughs> and calls and stuff, and and some people are you know just really up on me right now. But if you want to join this conversation, maybe you want to ask my guest a question, or you want to you know leave a comment, or you want to say something, or share something about what happiness means to you, or what you need to do, or if you're struggling with something. Now's the time to talk to Coach Finan. He's right here right now on the Naked Talk, and don't forget that the number to call is three two three. Six four two one six nine three. The number to call is plus one three two three six four two one six nine three. If you're calling from outside the USA, make sure to use plus one three two three six four two one six nine three. If you're calling from within the US, call us a local number three two three six four two one six nine three, and we will get you to um, connect to the show. And then, of course, you know we can get you an air, or you can, you know, you. Can 
can tweet, make sure to tweet using hashtag the Naked Talk. Don't forget to use your tweet, hashtag the Naked Talk, and of course your contributions and your comments will be read on the show. Or send us an email. Email us at hello at thenakedtalk.live. I'm sorry, guys. I know the chat room is not open today. Oh, God. This entire season, the, our in-studio chat room isn't open today. But you can still send a message to our dedicated WhatsApp number or use Twitter or send email or just call in. Or you can click on the Skype button. There's a live Skype button on top of your player, and you can do that, and you'll be connected to the show. Welcome back, Binan. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> okay. So, you know, just before we went on that little uh, commercial break, you had been, you know, you had mentioned a couple of things that um, people need to do, you know, a person mm-hmm. needs to do to sort of be happy. But let me ask you this. What role does happiness play in being successful? Like, what is the connection between happiness and success? I mean, I know you are a happiness coach and you're a success coach, you know, but does happiness play any role with the kind of success that we achieve? So that's a, a, to answer that, I kind of got to bread dive into a couple of things. You can be successful <laughs> and not be happy. <laughs> you can go win a, uh, win a race. You can go make more money than what you ever dreamed of, but you won't be happy. And I've seen <laughs> it. I've seen it time and time again. Now, what role does happiness play into success? It leads to more fulfillment. It leads to <laughs> it, it leads to more people wanting to be around you. It creates a vacuum. Everybody wants to be around a happy person. You know, look at some, uh, look at someone like Barack, Will Smith, Oprah. You just see them, uh, Ellen. They look like they're having such a great time. And we all know they're human, but we love that. It's like it, it, it attracts positive people towards you. It attracts people towards you, but more positive people. It makes you just uh, happiness. Makes whatever bumps you experience in life. I call them high lows. Because you start recognizing the strategies. Um, this week, and I'll share this with everyone, my aunt, who is technically not really my aunt, had such a hand in you know, raising me, especially through some of the tougher times. Um, she passed this week. Now, oh, wow. I've Sorry. heard of, you know, and thank you, the biggest gem from that is to recognize happiness and recognize where emotions work. I celebrated it. It was about celebrating mm-hmm. the sadness. It's about finding inspiration and in some of the trouble. Like, what are some things mm-hmm. that I can celebrate her memory with? Look at what I'm doing with my life mm-hmm. thanks to her. I am so happy she was there mm-hmm. with me. And it transforms everything. And when you develop that type of muscle, so to speak, it makes success something that pulls you versus something that pushes you. Because you mm-hmm. can be happier in so many different environments. It's not about money. Money does not make you happy. Money is a, it's just an extension of service. What will make you happy mm-hmm. is you figuring out, hey, I love life even when it's tough. I'm going to have money, and I'm going to be able to contribute because contribution is a big part of life as well. There's a reason why you mm-hmm. see multi, you know, mega millionaires going out and giving. It recharges you. That's one of the big keys mm-hmm. to be happier. Um, but mm-hmm. that happens later after you contribute to yourself. The first thing is to give to yourself, and you give yourself that time. You give yourself that, that energy because as you give in life, it takes from your pool, so to speak, from your cup. And eventually, if you don't fill that cup up, it will just wipe you out. And what happens as you get wiped out is you'll start using poor language. You might start calling people names. Oh, you're lazy or you're a hypocrite. You start doing uh. things like that. You start looking for problems. Problems are when you start finding problems versus finding solutions. Solutions give you energy. Problems take it away from you. They take all the energy away from you. 
And and I'm sorry, I know I'm getting off topic from what you said, but I just want people to really get this get really get this point home. Give to yourself, and you can give so much more out to the world. So much. I'm not asking for you to do three hours a week. All I'm asking is for you put 30 minutes in your calendar, two or three times a week, for you. Mm. Um, you know, just thinking about what you said and how you know it's so important to give out. You know, to, like you said, to create the time for you know for yourself and for happiness. And we talking about you know just a correlation between happiness and success and how. Um, you know, you can be successful without being happy, right? Um, but right. But but thinking about that as well, does happiness have any relationship with health, with, like with our health, our overall health and wellness? Like I know you did say a couple of things that you know you know you put in the energy, and because I, I'm wondering, I know that there are lo- for example, there are lots of people who are dealing with maybe health issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they just feel like they can't. You know, I've seen people. I've literally seen people who are sick or dealing with you know life threatening disease and are still able to find happiness or are still right. able to present themselves in the world with the you know with with joy like it's a bit weird but you know n- not weird but you know you're like wow where where do they find the energy to be so vibrant and so vivacious and you're the one who's feeling sad on their behalf right <laughs> and they're right. okay and then you you see a lot of other people who are just can't afford or feel like they can't be happy do you think that happiness has a role to play with our overall health, like in wellness? Do you think that it could? I, I don't know. I just wanted to ask that. Absolutely. I'm. I'm not saying, and I want to make sure I preface it with this. One, I'm not a doctor, but uh, or mm-hmm. but but to look at it from this kind of spectrum, I'm not saying if you go contribute so much time to yourself that no matter whatever the ailment, whatever physical <laughs> condition that you were going through, is going to be miraculously taken away. No. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. you just said is so powerful. You start developing you this energy about you. You'll start finding energy to get out and kind of break that negative thought patterns you might have. Um, whenever I've had terminal patients, uh, terminal clients, as whatever the disease, it is amazing what happens when we sit down and you know after the couple weeks, they really start recognizing how sweet life is. Even though it's not going to be guaranteed to be there tomorrow, they appreciate things mm-hmm. more. They engage more. They start contributing again to life versus taking it away. An example of taking it mm-hmm. away could be kind of isolating yourself. It could be mm-hmm. you saying some mean or cruel things to people because you're taking things away from it. You start contributing more. So absolutely, mm-hmm. you'll have more energy to go to the gym. You'll have more energy to take the time to not get the easy route and pick up fast food and really start thinking about what you put into your body. So absolutely, there's a direct correlation with happy, happiness and health. Okay, you know, and, and talking about, I, I wanted to ask you this because, again, I, I remember at the beginning of this conversation and, you know, just trying to do a little bit of research and you were talking about how when you were younger you were overweight, right, and mm-hmm. you witnessed a lot of things, you know, overdose and drugs and debt and, you know, a lot of stuff, but you, there was something that caught me in, and I rem- remember mentioning this and saying, oh, I would never have pictured you as an overweight kid, right, but you obviously, right. you know, sort of transformed yourself like do you feel like um just the experience you had as a child being overwhelmed overweight sorry and maybe even just being looked down on or um bullied or whatever it is or made fun of right kind of like propelled mm-hmm. you pushed you because i know that you did you had a you like you really had a physical transformation you started modeling did, did you model at some point right you did right i did 
Okay, great. And so I, I just want to, I'm, I'm trying to say, like, do, do, did it make, was there, was it part of the transformation? Like, was, was that part of the happiness? Like, I'm, I'm trying to understand maybe the transformation, the fact that you went from being this kid to sort of getting maybe the ideal body that you wanted. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, mm-hmm. And then just realize, or just having some sort of change, physical change, right? Um, maybe that brought you to a happy place. I'm just trying to understand because I know that there, you know, for example, there are lots of people who deal with, um, I can use myself as an example, you know, when I had a baby. And one of my frustrations, and I was depressed for so long, right? One of my biggest frustrations was that I was no longer the sex symbol that, you know, um, as an actress, my buddy's my tool, right? And so right. I felt like, God, you know, I'm the new first-time mom. I put on so much weight. Uh-huh. I'm no longer, you know, I, it wasn't like I was fat or anything, but, you know, I, just, I put on two or three dress sizes. That's, you know, the camera adds, like, what, 10 pounds to, to your body. Like, mm-hmm. I was frustrated, and I didn't know what to do. And I, I know how, what told that what that toll that took on my happiness, right? Because right. I'm looking at myself, I'm not, I didn't feel attractive. I didn't feel like my tool, my working tool, which is my buddy, was good enough for work. I didn't feel, you know, I, uh, between that, I was also going through separation and divorce. And I was thinking, like, mm-hmm. nobody was ever going to look at me again. I was never going to be attractive. Nobody was, you know. And so I'm wondering if, how, if that had a role to play, like, you know, the transformation for you kind of, like, got you to where you are now. As a, right. you know, as this happy person, you know, with or you being a happiness coach. Sorry. <laughs> it's um, even going back to where I mentioned uh, when I was twenty. That was when I went after everything that I was told, and that's a big thing. That critic in my head was being was words that other people had said to me. And so, what again? Um, I'm not saying here, and I want to before you even say that, dive into that answer. I'm not here saying I'm some perfect person and everything's great. I was my first client. I had to take those same mm-hmm. emotions that brought me down, dep- made me depressed, made me mm-hmm. doubt, made me really like question my even existence mm-hmm. being here, and I put it into motion. Mm-hmm. And that's what the gym became mm-hmm. to me. Um, I, I wasn't mm. a gym rat, as people would say that term, but I was there for an hour, and I used every experience that I felt in the core of who I was as a reason to push. And it just kind of came, and I found a great group of guys, and they were just so, they were always older. I'm always a fan of being around older people. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just took me to the next level. Now, I didn't go there and re- lament or review my life and say, oh, what was me? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just said, like, all right, you know, I'm not happy with, when I was 12 because I wanted to have bigger arms. I'm like, okay, for this mm-hmm. month, I'm just going to focus on this. And I just use those as almost as mm-hmm. like a guide to let me know what, mm-hmm. how I can improve things. And even outside mm-hmm. of the gym, I use those things again as guides. Mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, happy with my communication skills. What can I do with this energy that frustrates mm-hmm. me, this energy that makes me feel like I can't do anything? I can be a bartender. I can learn to force myself to talk to people so then I recognize, hey, I can, my my communication skills are great. My intuition is awesome. And it just really undid a lot of things. So I truly believe um, repurposing my emotions was a huge impetus for a lot of my actions. I love, you know, I love that we're having this conversation. I love how you said you went after everything that you were told that, you know, you you couldn't get or you couldn't do. And, and, and that is so important. I think that is really important for, you know, for us as, you know, as people. And I guess that's where you, why you're in your happy place because you've proven to yourself, not to anybody, not to the world, but to yourself that you can literally, mm-hmm. like you said, um, you know, 
do what you want and, and be what you want and achieve what you want and you know go after that and, and do it being happy and and I totally get it you know I, I was just wondering and as a human being you know I saw your pictures like oh my <laughs> god he's gorgeous you're right and oh, you know thank you. <laughs> and I was like oh but again like I said you know I, I kind of get it I now understand it because you coming from where you're coming from and now being where you are now, now you're in the place to actually teach people and coach people and say, hey, you know, this is, right you know, I've been there. You know, I've been there because it's, you know, a lot of the coaches, I think the coaches who do well are the people who have literally experienced, right? Mm-hmm. What, right. You know, experience, experienced it firsthand because it's very easy to just go read and study and tell people they can be happy. How do you know? Right. What if, you know, if you've never ever lived a time in your life when you were so sad and, and happiness evaded you. So you know firsthand what it is to right. not have it. Now that you do have it, you're appreciated and you're able to show people and teach people how, you know, how, to, how to get it and how to keep it. So, um, yeah. But you know what, um, Vidana, how about we take, let's take a quick musical break. And I, I know we still have a lot to talk about, but let's take a quick uh, musical break and we'll be back. Now, this is Like You, Living Like You Do by uh, Romeo Crow. He's a British singer, songwriter, rock star. And he's been a guest on this show, what, two years ago? I can't remember. But yes, this is Living Like You Do, and we'll be back. Enjoy. I've been worrying about you. You don't seem to face the truth. And it just seems to Thank you. 
Yes, <laughs> and that was Living Like You Do by Rocker. Romeo Crow, British singer, songwriter, and rockster. <laughs> and Romeo was a guest on this show, and he was part of, I remember he was part of our first anniversary special uh, two years ago, I think. Yes, and uh, yeah, so hey, welcome back to the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji, and wherever you're connecting, you know, listening from around the world, don't forget that this is the hub for real authentic conversations and yes I've been having such a great time chatting and talking to my very special guest uh, his uh, happiness coach success and happiness coach he's also a professional speaker and he is the president and CEO of what's your happy and yes he is uh, you know empowering people and showing people around the world how to discover their happiness so uh, just before we went, and don't forget, guys, if you want to be part of this conversation, if you have questions you want to ask Vinod or me, or you know you got contributions, don't forget that you can tweet. Make sure to tweet hashtag The Naked Talk. We're trying to follow the hashtag, and then don't forget to you know you can call into the show and of course be part of the conversation. Welcome back, Vinod. Hey, thank you for having me. And I hope I, I, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. You know I'm African, so I have an accent. So hey, <laughs> I get no, a you passport. Don't you are perfect. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Okay, great. So you know, just before we went, you know, on the commercial break, we had been talking about just um, kind of like the connection between happiness and health and wellness. And um, you did mention how, you know, how it was important to how that you know it does help. I mean, I mean, you've worked with clients who, you know, had um, life-threatening um, illnesses and all, and how those mm-hmm. you know, who were in, you know, were you know involved in coaching. Just kind of had like a, a renew, renewed uh, sense of you know sense of leaving, right? And they were mm-hmm. passionate again and were involved and you know were appreciative of you know of the life they had left, right? Even if it's just for one day. And and I I, I can understand um, just the value of having a happiness coach and why that is important. But let me ask you this: Why is you know? And a lot of people, like you said, you know, for so many people, I think happiness is really just a word. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. yeah, um, I understand it you know, it's just a word, okay, so I'm happy or I'm not happy. Like, you know, I don't think that people really are aware or, in you know, experience a real consciousness of what happiness is or what it really means. Um, but so as a, you know, as a coach and someone who teaches and helps people to sort of find and discover their happiness or what makes them happy, why would you say that, um, why is happiness something that all of us should strive for? or make a non-negotiable priority in our lives. You show up in life so different, so differently. You develop a presence about you. You show up with a more purposeful approach. Even if you don't know what Mm. your purpose is, you're diligent about looking for it. There's no doubt about that. Um, What happiness can do for you in your life is it makes you seek out experiences that help you grow versus doing the, the same monotony that you, that you do every day to keep yourself busy. And that's where that purposeful mm-hmm. comes, in, it comes into place. Because once you get developed to get the clarity, and that's what comes out of being happier, you get clarity. When you know what makes you happy, when you have it, and here's a big gem, do you have it written down about things that make you happy? When you mm-hmm. write those things down, you refer to that list often. And that's not about who you are, not about your purpose there, but that's giving you the insight, the energy, the relief. It makes you seek different things out and really look for the people who are helping you expand it. Mm. 
and, mm. and with coaching, wow. how it comes into place, it, it's everything. I, I do educate because I explain to people how people's brains work because that's a big part of um, a large part of what I do is educating people because there's so much misinformation about that who you are. I took this personality inventory, so I'm this. You're still more than that. And coaching comes mm-hmm. into play where it's about the questions. I do not tell you things. I might, I might mm-hmm. fill you in on a couple of things, but it's about the questions, the tough questions mm-hmm. that you avoid. That's so true. You know, like I, I always feel like, and it's funny because if <laughs> that is really true about coaching. I, I think that, you know, the questions are probably maybe even more important than, you know, because it's really about the questions, right? Because then you start to you become more conscious or aware of certain unanswered questions in your head and, and things that affect your habits and choices that you make and all of that. And, and that totally makes um, a lot of sense. So why, you know, and, and talking about, you've, you've shared with us why it's so important for us to strive for happiness or make it a priority, priority in our lives. Why do you think that happiness eludes so many people? I mean, again, this is the people. Why do you think that some people find it really difficult to be happy, especially in the midst of challenges? Like, what is it that, you know, I, I, you know because, again, I think if they know why, then maybe it might make it easy for them to be able to be conscious of it. What is it that holds people back from, you know, embracing or, you know, finding happiness or being happy in the midst of chaos? Hi, Vinon. Hello. Vinon. Do you hear me? Hi. Hi, Vinon. Do you hear me? Hi, Vinon. So maybe um, I don't hear you, and I don't know what's going on. But how about we take let's take a quick um, let's take a quick musical break, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Now this is Sparrows by Scott Crowcuff.
God. And that was Sparrows by Scott Krokov. And Scott was a guest, has been a guest on the show twice. And he, he also performed. I remember him performing the song live on our first anniversary special. It was uh, an international roundtable. We had over, what, how many guests do we have on the show again? I can't remember. <laughs> 16 guests from uh, seven different countries live all at the same time. And Scott was amazing to play this song right live on air all the way from New York. So, yay! That was a beautiful song, right? Well, welcome back to the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. And yes, you know, we had a little bit of technical stuff going on there. And you know how it is. Technology can be can be what it is, right? But my special guest is still here, Vinod Brown. He is a, a success and happiness coach. Sorry, happiness and success coach. He's also a professional speaker. And yes, he is the CEO and president of What's Your Happy. And he is, you know, empowering people around the world, helping them to discover their happiness. So um, if you're just joining us, guys, on forget that if you miss if you're just coming into the show you can always catch the archived show live here on the radio channel or on our official website welcome back Vinon. welcome back sorry for the technical issue no it's fine do you hear me yeah you fine can you hear me okay Okay, great. I hear you now. Well, you yeah. know, technology can be what it is, right? <laughs> so yep. we were having such a great conversation and, you know, but um, thank you because he made us kind of like dig into our archives and, and take some, you know, a little bit of chill with Scott Korkov. So that was good. We needed a little bit of music um, in the space. But, you know, welcome back. And, um, you know, just before you went, <laughs> we went on that musical break. We, I'd been asking, you know, I was, I was trying to find out because you had shared with us why it is so important for us to make happiness a major priority in our lives. But I mm-hmm. also wanted to ask why you think happiness eludes so many people. You know, what is it? Why do you think people find it difficult to be happy, especially in the midst of challenges? Because it is very easy to say this is why you should be happy. This is why you should make it a priority. Mm-hmm. But why is it that people can't, you know, what is, what is it that holds people back? You know, what is it that, you know, holds people back from experiencing or finding happiness even in the midst of their challenges? You know, Alex, that's such a world-class question. Um, The (laughs) thing that a lot of people, I mean, because it is, it's huge, because I think a lot of people miss this. The biggest thing is this. Your brain is not designed to keep you happy. It's not designed to make you happy. Your brain is designed to keep you alive. And that's why you have to go after your happiness. You have to go after things that enrich you, encourage you, and make you grow. Your brain doesn't really care if you're suffering. It doesn't care if you have success. Only thing it cares about is I'm going to keep you breathing. I'm going to keep your heart, be- heart mm-hmm. uh, beating. I'm going to do all these cellular functions. That's the, la- the last thing it's really concerned about is your happiness until you train it to go after it. So it's, it's, we just become, we, we start functioning our basic instincts, and that's why you have to remind yourself. That's why when we have coaching sessions, it forces you to think about what makes you happy. It forces you to find solutions. I make you think. That's my job. I don't tell you what to do. I make you think. And when you're reacting more now, than you're thinking, that's what gets you into trouble. Yes, because it makes us actually really more aware of what happened. Because you said, you know, our brain does not exist. You know, it doesn't. It it it, it doesn't function to make us happy, right? You know, it doesn't. It just right. functions to keep us alive. And I think that what happens is that we just naturally expect that we're just supposed to feel happy, right? Like you know, right. somehow our brain is just you know something something inside of us is just supposed to make us happy. We don't realize that happiness is a conscious effort. That it is actually right. something that we have to consciously be intentional about. 
And that's something that I realized. You know, I told myself, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I have chosen to be happy, right? You right. choose to either suffer or... Yeah, so I think that it's great that you say this, and I, I love when I have this kind of conversations because it kind of makes me even, you know, and I'm sure the listeners as well, because we think by just by somehow naturally, organically, right, we're just supposed to feel happy, <laughs> right? Right. And, you know, something inside of us is supposed to make that up, but we don't realize that we have to make a conscious, intentional effort to be happy. So what you do as a success coach is to ask people the questions that make them intentional about their happiness. Yes. Those questions are uncomfortable. Um, and when I say uncomfortable, because it, most, a lot of times people have these, you know, quote-unquote right answers or right responses. Or, um, you know, what I largely let people know is we tend to speak in sound bites. You know, what's an example <laughs> of a sound bite? Um, hey, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. You're not doing great, mm. and that's okay to say that. You don't need to spread, you know, your business about there, but you kind of train yourself not to think. You kind of train yourself not mm. to go for the tough answers to the questions mm. that give you the fastest, the greatest, mm. the best the result that you want. That's what's empower- important mm. with my coaching, my approach. I, I, I make you think. I make you really hone in on the answers that you've been avoiding for a long time because you even said this word, complicated. We make it complicated. We are told things that are not true, and we start taking that into ourselves. It's not that complicated. Mm. It really isn't. If you're telling me for you to open, for you to start your own podcast, people will say you have to invest in this, you have to invest in that, and you have it's going to cost you ten thousand dollars. And I've met so many people who, and they've had similar thoughts thoughts about things, and it's well, that's not mm-hmm. really true. That person went about it that mm-hmm. way, but that's not true for you. And it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be, but when you kind of remove the lies that you've been told and you get past the stories that you tell yourself, that's when you have the biggest breakthrough. You're like, wow, it really wasn't as complicated. Like, no. I always mm-hmm. let people know the first four weeks, those first four sessions, you are so, like, bothered. But like, oh, my gosh, you got to talk to Vernon. <laughs> the second four weeks, you're like, holy crap, this is really wasn't hard. And by the third month, mm-hmm. those third set of four weeks, you're wondering how am I doing this? And you're managing to, you, you, you're at, we're now coaching about how we manage the success that you've gotten, whatever your success or happiness was. It could be to communicate mm-hmm. with your partner. It could be balancing your budget. It could be something as advancing your career, advancing your, your professionalism, advancing just your interpersonal skills. It's just a, I have a large uh, wheelhouse of things that you know, I coach people about, but it's questions. You know, I love that you, you just, I love that we're having such a deep dive into what happiness really is. And, you know, I've, again, Again, for those, if you're listening and you missed part of this conversation, don't forget that you can listen to the entire archived conversation right here on the channel or just go to our website at www.thenakedtalk.live. Just go to thenakedtalk.live and, of course, you can catch this conversation moving on. And anybody you know who's, you know, finding it very difficult to, you know, <laughs> to, you know, to um, experience happiness, they probably need to listen to this conversation because my guest is sharing so much. Like, he's dropping value bumps right now on the show. And, you know, you're saying a lot of things that I, I think a lot of people don't realize about, you know, just happiness and how that works and, and as a coach and, and why they might even need a happiness coach, you know. Somebody's going to go like, why do I even need a happiness coach, right? <laughs> right? Well, but then and, you, you know, my answer to that is really easy. Are you using every gift, skill, or ability that was given to you? And 99% of people admit, say, they say no. 
And they're like, so what can you do? I was like, I can notice the things that you're not doing. And I was like, and one of the biggest things that you can, right there, that's a gem. If you weren't so uh, mm-hmm. hesitant to do things, how, how, how much more expansive would your life be? Because that's a question in itself if someone was asked that to me. Mm. Wow. So in what way now does, I mean, now that you're, you know, you're all up in your own happy, right? You're all up in your happy, yeah. walking the happy journey. Um, in what way does it feel liberating for you? Does it feel like, you know, what is what has changed now, like, you know, from where you are today, you know, uh, from where you are, let's say, 10 years ago? So I guess my first reaction to that is it's when you find people who have had uh, of whatever the circumstance may be, and they've been there in a dark place or they're in a place that's not productive, mm-hmm. they're in a place that's not getting the result that they want, whatever it may be, and they find out they can get it that quickly, that is the most fulfilling work you could ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope I'm answering your question um, correctly. Mm-hmm. It, it's just... It just transforms me every time. I never get bored with my job because I never know what's coming through the door. I never know who's going to be at the other end of the the, the phone call or the video chat. I never know, so I always have to stay ready. I always have to be you know creative as possible to wake my clients up, free them up, and so they can get the breakthrough that they need. Um, as far as for myself as where I'm at with things, it's I got to move faster, and that's where speaking mm-hmm. comes into play. Um, I've been with mm-hmm. over 10,000 in the last four years. My goal is by next September to speak to over 10,000 people. And, and I'm doing happiness workshops. Those start next year. Um, I do happiness speeches. I got four going right now centered around tell your inner critic to zip it, how to happier, have a happier relationship in your life, how to you know, energize mm-hmm. yourself. It's just spreading the message on happiness because if there's anything that we need to know now is how to think more and react less. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Yes, think more and react less. That's something I've been learning to do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, this has really been such a really interesting conversation with you, Vanilla, and, and you know, you've shared so much. You know, I'm just so amazed at you know just how deep you know the concept of happiness really is. You know, again, a lot of things you're saying are things that. Personally, I am experiencing, but I've never really been in, you know, you, you know how you're not really, like you don't break it down, right? And you're not really thinking mm-hmm. about it, right? And so having right. this conversation with you is making, me, is making me go like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, you know, so it's kind of like just li- lighting up the bulbs in my head, and I'm sure for the listeners as well. Um, you know, we've got a few couple of questions in for you from the listeners. We have questions here, but let me look at the time. We might be able to take just two questions, right? Um, <laughs> but so if you're ready, I will read the questions. We're trying to make sure that. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so so here's this one, and this one is from James, and James is saying, um, hello, Vinon, um, great stuff, you're, you know, just great, great work you're doing with all the happiness, um, with the happiness conversation with Alex. What's one of the most difficult lessons life has taught you? Hmm. <laughs> uh, that one is something I experience every, every week or every couple of weeks. The biggest difficulty is, that I've learned is I cannot give it to people. And it's a tough thing to see, mm. um, especially the first month. It's because it seems so simple to me. I'm like, they're stuck right here. All they have to do is this. And it's, it just makes me recognize it's not up to me to tell people what to do to their lives. Cause I don't. And it's just like, I've learned mm. just to be patient. 
I've learned to, and when they are ready, they will find it. Because some people say, I don't like this, I don't want to do this. And then the next week, you see them, they start becoming more, less rigid and more open. So I've just learned just to be patient and recognize it's when they're ready, not when I think they're ready. Okay. Well, James, did you get that? I hope James got that. Okay, so there's another quest. There's another uh, question for you, and this is coming from Mary. Oh, hi, Mary. Mary is one of our loyal <laughs> listeners. Okay, so so Mary's asking, and she's like, um, when Alex said she was going to have you on the show, I Googled Europe, and I checked you out, and I'm like, wow, you have a great buddy. So why did you, how did you go from being a model to now becoming a happiness coach? Okay, I think you already said this, but <laughs> you know, uh, it's you know that Mary, that's an awesome question. So, what happened with modeling and, and you know even acting? I and even to this day, I recognize that was not being genuine to Vernon. Me, you know, kind of mm-hmm. showcasing myself in that way was not me. Um, I didn't like that. I still, I don't take issue with it. It was a part of my life. It's, you know, I had some great experiences, but as I mentioned at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the show, I am just a very, I love to read. I'm a nerd. I like to build computers. I like to play video games when I have the time, if I have the time. So for me to kind of represent myself, that wasn't me. And once I did that for two or three years, what had happened was I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be a control of things. And just because what I'd been through as a uh, as a youth, it gave me a lot of um, mm-hmm. my intuition is just sharp. I'm big on watching and listening mm-hmm. so deep. It's uh, those are the gifts that I got. Mm-hmm. So from when I got done, I got with a coach, and he said, "Like Vernon, you got to do this." And at the time, I was 30, and I looked at him like he was crazy. I'm like, "What?" And I was like, "What do I know about life?" And he fired back with mm-hmm. immediately, "Like you've lived multiple lives already." And that's how Mm -hmm. I kind of decided to open, you know, go into business and say, I want to do happiness coaching. Mm. So, yeah, that's my journey. Wow. Okay, Mary. So I hope that answers your question. Well, I truly understand that. You know, sometimes we, again, we experience things that, you know, we we all experience things and we all try things and we fail at some. And some we find out we're not even comfortable with because it's not mm-hmm. a full expression of who we really are. And But, again, at the same time, all of these different elements are the things that make us, you know, make us who we are. You know, they're part of our experiences. They're part of the things that we've been through and that we know and, you know, and then we move on. We move forward, right. forward right. So I get, I get that. Yeah. So, um, you know, just before we wrap this up, and I know that we have to go soon. We, we have just about how many minutes? Seven minutes or so to go. Um, are there any like since um, embracing your happiness? Now, this is about you. What would you say that is is probably something that you have discovered about yourself? Right. What is you know what is what has happiness? You know, the, the discovery of happiness thought thought you about yourself as a man like what is it one thing that you've discovered about yourself that you probably didn't know before number one is i had told myself again for 20 years who i was i believed what people told me i was who i was mm. i it gave me happiness and practicing religiously you know going after my happy it let me know that and this sounds cliche and corny but i can do anything that i want and mm. that wasn't that scary it's because I still have the ability to learn. I'm curious about so many different things. Um, it's just a long laundry list of things that, like, I can do just about anything. And this is everybody, mm. don't get me wrong, but I actually started mm. realizing it and believing it. And that was the scary part. I didn't believe it at one point. And now that I really do that and believe it, that the happiness, that the, 
the weight of I only can do this one thing is gone. It lets me know mm-hmm. that I have enough energy. Mm-hmm. I can learn, do more, be more because of that. So mm-hmm. I, I love the flexibility mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, just final words for our listeners, and I know that we have to let you go soon, and you've been such an amazing guest, sharing you, so much of yourself and your journey, your journey and your wisdom. Uh, just, you know, final words for the listeners, and I know you shared a little bit of this, but just something for them, for the road, for them to remember that they can put down, write it down now, and just keep it, you know, pin it somewhere in their refrigerator or where, wherever they, you know, they save stuff. But really, how can people invite more happiness into their lives? Yeah, it's what, um, like you said, we talked about this earlier, and you kind of drive this point home. Mm-hmm. Find your happy, schedule your happy. Um, it's Your happy is going to be something with those questions in place. It's go, You're going to forget about what time it is. You're going to forget about the temperature in a room. You just completely zone out. Mm-hmm. Um, a great example is like dancing, singing, drawing, those things. You really aren't focused on any other element other than what you are doing. Um, mm-hmm. Keep a list of what makes you happy. If you don't have a list, I promise you, you're making it harder for yourself. Make it so stupid that happiness just falls in your lap. And if your time is limited, I totally understand this. You can do this very easily. You take three to five, one to two minute breaks a day to look at things that make you happy. You know, Alex, you mentioned that, you know, your mom, look at pictures of your kids. It stops Uh the crisis. What's wrong, brain? It gives your mind a chance Uh to breathe. It breaks the cycle. Listen to your favorite song. I'm asking for 10 minutes out of your day, three to five, one to two minute breaks that you just focus on something that makes you happy. If you cannot schedule those times with yourself, it will change the way you show up. If your spouse, significant other, your boss is making you angry, go out, watch a video, watch a motivational video, listen to Alex, you know, do the things that make you smile. And I promise you, it will change your approach when you come back to it. I promise you. Well, you know, if the listeners want to connect with you, let's say, you know, the listeners want to, you know, where can they find you? Where they can, can they reach out to you? Because I'm sure that there are so many people who might just go, oh, you know what? I really need someone like, you know, Vinon Brown in my life. I really need to talk to someone. I need a coach, someone to help me find my happy. How can they connect with you? Where can they reach you? All right. So the fast, well, one of the many ways is Vernon, and this is my email address, Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N, at whatsyourhappy.com. Now, I want to remind and catch you on this. It's happy with an I. So it's H-A-P-P-I.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. All you have to do is type in what's your happy. And again, it's happy with an I. And as always, my website, whatsyourhappy.com. I was just going to say to them that if they click on your name right on the show notes, it would take them straight to your website. So even if Beautiful. for some reason they can't forget, you know, they don't remember the happy, you know, just click on Venom Brown, click on his name on the show notes, and it would take you straight to his website. And then you can, you know, connect with him, be a living message, find out what, you know, social media network, wherever it is. He's so easy to find. Just look for what's your happy and you'll find Venom Brown. Venom, right thank on. you so much. You've been amazing just sharing You're so awesome. much. And awesome. I would awesome. love thank to you. be back again on the show some other time. Sure, so, yeah, All right, then. Well, do have be. a great day and, uh, you know, just enjoy yourself and keep making the world a happy place. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Our oh, top dogs, way. We've had such an amazing, amazing conversation with Vinon Brown. He is a success. 
happiness and success coach and a professional speaker. And he is also the CEO and president of What's Your Happy. Now, if you miss this conversation, it was truly enlightening. I got a lot of value bombs. It was, you know, it was illuminating conversation, really. And it was, you know, just really nice of Vinant to spend some time with us and share a little bit more. And again, if you want to connect with him, don't forget, go to his website, whatsyourhappy.com. Now, happy is H A. Double P I, it's a happy with a with an I, not a Y. But hey, easiest way, click on his name. It will take you straight to his website. You don't have to worry about that, and you can connect with him. And hey, I know we all need you know happiness in our lives. And if you're having a difficult time trying to connect with your happy space or your happiness, then you should definitely reach out to Vinon Brown. So till we come back again next week on Talk Wednesday, I love you for listening. Ciao. It's some scriptures out. It's some filters out. It's some talk. Damn censors. It's some scriptures out. It's some filters out. It's some talk. Damn censors. It's some scriptures out. It's some filters out. It's some Listen to the Naked Talk with Alex, of course.